On August 20, 1990, Michelle Kosky went missing from Lake City, Washington. Five days later, Michelle's body was found by a woman walking her dog in the woods. For 30 years, detectives have worked this case trying to figure out who killed Michelle. Thanks to Parabon Nano Labs, now we know. Katie and Christy share the details in this DNA for the Win case. Hey everybody and welcome to the True Crime Squad. This is Katie Weaver. I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. We are the True Crime Squad. Yes. Well, Week we're part two of it. With our new name. Yeah. Kind of settling into it, I think. It's a little, it's rolling off the tongue a little easier. Right. <laughs> and hopefully you all have found us. We didn't really go anywhere. We kept our branding colors the same, everything the same as much as we could. Just a little change on the name, and mm-hmm. we've discussed that at length, so we don't have to do that again today. But here we are. Yeah. So, of course, this is our Monday case, and we're just happy to be here. And hopefully you guys uh, had a good weekend and are ready to hit the ground running. Right. Or not. I'm not a fan of running, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'll hit Unless the ground walking me, briskly. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, I think it's all we have to offer for sure. <laughs> we uh, have been camping for the weekend. We camp every year over the 4th so that we can get our dogs away from all the boom booms because it's uh, extremely traumatizing for some of our dogs yes. and, and people, honestly. But uh, so mm-hmm. we, we've been staying undercover, out of the way out of the fray that's that's definitely my mm-hmm. my preference as well mm, most definitely all righty well christy i know that you have some wtf crime to kick us off why don't i this is it's definitely um a wtf crime it's also a bit of a cautionary tale mm. as these tend to be so in 2013, Anthony Ragusa fell while he was on his job as an electrician. Okay. And so from 2015 to 2020, he collected about $200,000 in disability benefits after those injuries. Uh, he said they made it so he couldn't work at all. Hmm. said he couldn't sit for more than 30 minutes. He couldn't walk for more than 15 or bend over. Oh, which is very unfortunate, right? Well, that would definitely stop an electrician in their tracks. It, it would, if in fact any of it were true. Oh, God. So, turns out, our Anthony has been running a limousine service and training to be a bodybuilder during this time. Oh. While collecting disability. Sure. And sharing all about his business and his bodybuilding on his social media. Uh, what? So Anthony has committed larceny and he is also a dumbass. I mean, really. 
So <laughs> cautionary tale. If you're going to try to defraud disability, please don't. Just don't do that at all. Oh but if gosh. you did, don't put it on social media. What the hell? Dumb Good criminals. Lord. Dumb. But also, please don't take advantage of the disability system to the detriment of someone else who actually needs it. Thank this you why, very much, Anthony. Right. This is why disability is almost a guaranteed no the first time people apply and why people have had to resort almost always to be successful in having to uh, employ legal representation because of stuff like this. Yeah. So it, it is. And it, it, it makes me angry mm -hmm. um, to think that someone would do that. But also, Anthony, yeah. how dumb can you get? But I think it's a good point that, uh, I mean, obviously, don't put your crimes on social media, duh. But also, I think it's a good point to point out that it is a crime to game the system. Yeah, it is. It is a crime to game the system. And at no point, you know, is that a good idea for anyone? He's going to have charges. He's going to probably go to prison for a while. Stupid. Just yeah. go to work for God's sake. Yep. Exactly. Not worth it. Not worth it at all. Mm -mm. Nope. All right. Okay. I'm going to kick it over to you. And as I understand it, this is a DNA for the win case. It is. Okay. Well, this is coming out of Snohomish County, Washington. I want to show you this darling girl how cute is that she's she, very very cute she, this is michelle michelle uh Koski. michelle was murdered in 1990 august 20th 1990 mm -hmm. hence and, that jacket right the jacket and the hair i mean didn't we yeah. all have that jacket pretty sure yeah i know i, I think love we picture. we had that jacket and it was a prank jacket it was. We had that jacket, and we used to give it to each other as gifts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we passed it around the family for years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that jacket. Yeah. Yep. I know. It's when I looked much. at that picture, I went, oh, gosh, Michelle, you are the quintessential 90s girl. Absolutely right? darling. Yeah. yeah. Well, Michelle was murdered. And I want to tell you a little bit about the crime first, and then we'll get into solving the crime. But... She had been living in an apartment with her boyfriend in Lake City, Washington, and had been talking about moving out from there. But on August 20th, she got a ride from her apartment to a place about 14 miles away, kind of off the beaten path in the woods, where, uh, kind of in the woods, I guess, off Highway 22 and Echo Lake Road where teenagers were known to hang out, drink, ride motorcycles, party, just, you know, live it up. Mm -hmm. It was a really known space for, for kids to be hanging out. And Michelle was took out there with her friend to hang out, right? Pretty normal. Well, five days later, she, her body was found. She had gone missing, obviously, and nobody knew uh, where she went, if she went home with somebody or you know exactly what was going on but she was not found well five days later a lady was walking her dog and found a body oh. uh you know and it, that always makes me think about how my gosh can you even imagine can you even imagine 
finding a body like that. I always think about the trauma to the first responders in discovering scenes like this, but I can't imagine what it did to that lady, you know, no, no. what her life probably, uh, the turns her life likely took because of that, but right. That's, that's rough. Yeah. But just a side note, but that, that always, uh, I, I'm, my heart always goes out to people that end up finding crimes like this. It's just unreal. And yet, uh, thank God that they do and keep their eyes open and then call the police or who knows, right? So initially, the police thought that maybe somebody uh, had tried to hook up with Michelle. And when she resisted, they beat her. So she was beaten uh, uh, and strangled to death. So the police also felt like she probably did not know her killer because of the violent nature of the crime. So apparently there had been a pile of concrete there that had been broken up and dumped near where she was found. And it looked mm -hmm. like the killer had beat her to death with a chunk of concrete. Good God. It took dental records to identify her. Oh. Yeah. Yep. However, the killer did leave DNA. So... They have investigated this to pieces for 30 years. I mean, thousands and thousands of hours of police work have gone into this case. Uh, of course, they had to rule out the boyfriend, the friend who gave her a ride. There was a serial rapist in the area at the time that they also ruled out. But that DNA has not provided a match up until now. And they've run it through the system lots of times mm -hmm. with nothing, nothing. So this is kind of where this case is sat, but I want to tell so you. So there were no bit. real leads like at the time? Not really. No. I mean, they looked mm -hmm. into everybody they could come up with that had been at that party or not. It wasn't really a party, but at that gathering place and in, in, in the uh, area. And again, like criminals, like a serial rapist in the area, but just nothing. No mm -hmm. DNA matched. So I want to tell you a little bit about this investigator. Jim Scharf. So Jim Scharf uh, has been in law enforcement for 45 years. And mm -hmm. 17 years ago, he was assigned to work a cold case unit in Snohomish County. And they actually have quite a few cold cases uh, and missing persons cases. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those cases. So he had five unsolved murders. In 2018, he contacted Parabon Nano Labs and told them that he had five unsolved murders that he really wanted to close out before he felt like he could retire. Mm -hmm. Well, from 2018 to now, with the help of Parabon, they've solved all five. Wow. Mm -hmm. This DNA stuff is powerful. I just wish... It's huge. There was more... I don't, I don't understand why... It's taking, you know, these cases being this old. I know. I know. Well, part of it is the money that it, the, the money is pretty astronomical to solve these right. cases, but the time is pretty phenomenal too. And I'll tell you a little bit about that. But at any rate, that to me is pretty amazing, partly because the DNA that they were able to get to Parabon was mixed. It was hers and the killer's. So first oh, they had to uh, separate the DNA and get Michelle's 
and then get the killers, which they did do. And then, of course, they had to build a reverse family tree and start right. working on it from that direction. It took the genealogist a full year. Wow. A full year. Yep. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, that she was able to do it. Why did it take her so long? Uh, it it just takes that long. Like, it's just so much research and so much work. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. uh, you know, as we know, she was finally successful in doing it. But, yeah, it took a really, really long time to get there. So, but, as we know, they did finally solve the case. So, this is the killer. His name is Robert Brooks. So, Robert Brooks, they now know, had been living in the area at the time and had been out of prison for four months. What was he in prison for? We don't know because he was a juvenile. No. So, there's a lot we don't know about Robert Brooks. This case was solved in the press conference was yesterday. So there's just, there's still some things we don't know. I'm really hoping to learn more about Robert Brooks. Not a lot about him online. I found one person who says that he went to school with him. That's about all we know so far. Uh, however, we do know that his DNA is not in the system anywhere. They have run it through CODIS every single year with no match. And so there's mm -hmm. nothing to make us think that he has killed other people, but there's nothing mm -hmm. to make you think he hasn't. You know, right? Because, uh, this has been going on, you know, so we don't really know for sure. Uh, unfortunately, what we do know is that Robert Brooks died on October 26, 2016. Every freaking time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. He died at age 49. Uh, his The cause of death is listed natural causes. Wow. Well, that, that sucks. But... We at least do know now uh, who killed her. So her family has some level of justice here. Uh, Mom is still alive. It looks like dad has passed. But this family and, and cousins and friends and people who loved her, I, you know, they have been waiting all of this time for some kind of justice. All of this time. Wow. Michelle was so beloved by her friends. Everything I can find from statements from her friends is about how fun she was, how funny she was, how caring she was, how smart she was. She actually skipped a grade and wanted to be a lawyer. And her friends said she would have been an amazing lawyer because she was so freaking smart and street smart and would mm -hmm. have really been able to help people and make a difference. Sure. Uh, one friend, however, said uh, one of the last things she said to her was, uh, Michelle, be careful out there. Not everyone is your friend. That's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's a little I too trusting. Maybe she was a bit of a wild child, you know, out there living life and having fun. And like a lot of teenagers do, they, sure. they do think everybody is their friend, mm -hmm. you know. But... I think this is one, uh, it's pretty amazing to me to find yet again these cases being closed. I, I do think it's very disappointing that the uh, murderer 
is dead. However, on one hand, this is a trial her mother won't have to sit through. Yeah. This is the reliving of all of the horror that their family went through that they won't have to go through in a court of law, which uh, is so extremely traumatic all in and of itself. True. So there is that. But I just thought this case absolutely deserved to see the light of day. I also wanted to point out that Washington also has, Idaho has this too, a lot of states do. They have these playing cards. If you mm -hmm. guys haven't seen these before, she was the five of diamonds. Wow. The point of these cards is that unsolved crimes go on the cards and then these decks of cards are handed out for use in the prisons and the jail systems. Because use of decks like this and the inmates taking a look at these cards and taking a look at these, uh, you know, the, the victims has solved a lot of cases because it gets tongues wagging in prison. And it gets people talking about, oh, yeah, I knew that girl or, oh, I know somebody told me that he did this or whatever. Right. It's a brilliant way to solve cold cases. And using these decks of cards have solved a lot of cold cases. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it, it is so smart because mm -hmm. it's often inmates in prison that are going to hear stories or know mm -hmm. somebody or whatever. Yeah. So if you ever see one of these, that's what they're for. And occasionally, I know in our state, occasionally there'll be a, a drive, a, a fundraiser, you know, or a push to help pay for more decks so that we can get more people uh, identified. It's very worthwhile. It's brilliant. Mm -hmm. it but that's what that is. If you've ever seen those playing cards uh, with somebody on them, it's not a game. It's a really smart way to help identify people that uh, have committed crimes sure and, and missing people. So. Yeah. Anyway, so there you have it. So that's DNA for the win. Thank you very much to Parabon, but mm -hmm. also to this officer. I mean, you have to just give so many props to him, to mm -hmm. Jim Scharf. He has worked tirelessly, and Jim retired yesterday. Oh, yesterday wow. was his last day on the job, and they were able to make this announcement and have the press conference on his last, last day. And in this case, yeah, it's pretty. Cool. That's cool. Pretty cool. It's nice He's when you see that. somebody that'll stick with it a long time like that. Oh, man. Well, and it sounded like from what Parabon says that he was ready and wanted to retire and couldn't quite do it because uh, he had cases that he really wanted to put a pin in before he left, sure. which is pretty great. You know, uh, because this uh, account that we focus on social justice a lot, sometimes we uh, don't get the opportunity to give credit where credit is due in law mm -hmm. enforcement. Uh, because we're on the other side of it a lot. Yeah. But in these cases, I love to be able to do that and say thank you to Jim and good job. And, yeah, you know, what an amazing thing for him to be able to uh, retire on this note. Mm -hmm. And thank you to Parabon and to the genealogists and to all involved that solved this case. Uh, I'm going to do a little digging. I'd like to see what those other four cases are that were solved yeah. with Jim and Parabon in the last four years. I don't have that yet, but I'm hoping to be able to report on that. That's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Because, yeah, that is, that's interesting to see what, what were they all. For sure. So, Christy, I'm going to kick the mic over to you. I know that you have a true crime update for us. I do. So, another serial killer has pled guilty 
to some more murders. I say that because we've reported on cases like this many times recently, but we're seeing, I don't know what's happening. I'm not exactly sure why, if it's they're looking for some kind of privileges or what, but we're seeing uh, generally men who are incarcerated for multiple murders lately have really started fessing up to more. Wow. So this is William Reese, and he is on death row in Oklahoma. And he recently admitted to three murders in Texas. 12-year-old Laura Kate Smyther, 17-year-old Jessica Lee Kane, and uh, Kelly Ann Cox. Wow. So I I appreciate when this happens mainly because it just means that there's another family that gets some closure that at least gets to know for sure who took their family member from them. And it does seem to be very important when talking to victims, families, they, they need that to be able to move on. So um, he received three life sentences in Texas and is on death row in Oklahoma. So he won't be getting out ever. Uh, but I'm grateful for the families of these three victims that, that they know. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So is he considered a serial killer? Yeah. Yeah. He is now. Yeah. <laughs> he, but, he was only convicted of one before, but yeah, he is now. Right. But add that those three, four. That, that's four. Yeah, that, that meets the criteria. Oh, yeah. Wow. So he'll never see the light of day again. No, definitely not. I mean, he's on death row in Oklahoma, but he's got, um, we know Oklahoma's had some real problems with death row in the last few years. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's got three life sentences as backup, basically, in Texas. Uh Wow. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. And good for those families. All righty. Well, there you have it. This has been our Monday episode here on the True Crime Squad. Mm-hmm. We will be back Tuesday and Wednesday with brand new episodes. We'll be back Wednesday night with case updates and Thursday night with the psychic hours. So way more to come this week. You guys be safe. Be good to each other. Stay indoors. Have a big drink. Whatever you need to do. <laughs> yeah. Hot out there. Hot out there. It's a, I don't know. I think the fourth in the northern is, hemisphere. <laughs> yeah, true. And here in the U.S., the Fourth of July is—it's uh, an intense day. It just always is, and maybe even more this year. So, at any rate, take good care of yourselves, please. Thank you so much for being here. This has been yet another production of the True Crime Squad. Bye, everybody. <laughs>